What up, Africans and sports fans? It's your boy, Coach CZ, and we are back with another one, baby. That's right. We're here in Orlando, Florida to sit down with Nigerian professional golfer, Tokes Pedro. On this episode of Africans and Sports... So you're the first Nigerian Division One golfer. Right. What does that even mean to you? I have the potential to be an inspiration to a lot of other kids. You know, you could do this at a high level, you know, no matter, you know, where you're from. What Nigeria teaches you really is kind of that fighting spirit. You know, you gotta have that mentality of trying to be a competitor and trying to get better and always staying on your grind and working hard. What's going on, African sports fans? Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Chris Kosizi Strawn. And yeah, you guessed it. We're in another city with yet another extraordinary African athlete. Our travels around the globe to deliver you the most interesting stories from the great continent of Africa bring us here to the home of Disney World, Orlando, Florida, with the first Nigerian Division I golfer, Tokes Pedro. Tokes. Uh. What's going on, bro? Nothing much. How you doing? I'm well, man. Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you, bro. Like, pleasure to meet you, too. You're a true inspiration to not only Nigerians, but right. I feel like black people all over. Right, right, like, right. What right. you're doing is, is, is pretty cool, man. You got appreciate a new fan in, my, in me. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. So you're the first Nigerian Division One golfer. Right. What does that even mean to you? Man, it's, it's something that, like, you don't really think about because you're just trying to do your best and, you know, achieve your goals. But, you know, when you when I look back on it, you know, it's really cool in perspective to see that, you know, no one no one has ever done this from Nigeria, um, you know, in an in, international in, in level. So it's, it's really cool to look back on and, you know, something that I hope to keep breaking new boundaries and new barriers in the future. Tell me about your relationship with your father. It's great because he's the one that got me into golf. Hmm. Um, and I feel like, you know, I started golf at age nine. It was actually funny. I went on a trip to South Africa, a uh, family trip to South Africa with my dad, mom, and brothers. And um, I'd never played golf before that. And uh, my dad was always been, has always been an avid golfer. And he was like, yeah, you should come out with me. And I was kind of hesitant. But I was like, all right, whatever, you know, I'll do it. And um, I went out. I watched him play a few holes. I'm like, this looks interesting. Like, mm -hmm. let me try this. And I remember he gave me a, his club to hit a shot, and I hit it. By the way, first try, I made contact mm -hmm. at age nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just remember, and I'm like, first of all, that was cool. Second of all, how could I do this better? Yeah. You know, and this is already awesome. So from there on, he got me a set of clubs. I got a coach there while I was in, uh, in South Africa, and then when I got back to Nigeria, I would practice and play at uh, Ikoi Club, uh, the course very near me, um, multiple times a week. And um, as I you know, kept gro growing and playing a lot, you know, my dad was always the one that was, you know, I would always compete with. I would always try and beat him back then. Mm -hmm. And it was a milestone whenever I was able to compete with him or at least like challenge him. Now, you know, that's easy. It's light. But, <laughs> but you know, he's just, he's really just been like a, a voice in my ear with a lot of things, you know, advice on, you know, how I approach obstacles, you know, um, how to, you know, even chase my goals and, you know, stay confident and stuff like that. And he's always, you know, he's also always, you know, holding me to high standards. He, he expects a lot from me. And, um, you know, I appreciate that because it, it definitely is something that drives me as well. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Tell me about your mother and what she means to you. Man, my mother, she's the one that keeps me in check. Um, whenever I would walk out the door, every single morning um, before school when I was a kid, she, we'd all, I'd always say to her, uh, I, could do all, I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? It's like Being something that she all, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. she, it's something she always, um, you know, got me to say. And that, that's always stuck with me. You know, there's never, you know, a time where I feel like I can't, you know, achieve something. And even though it seems far-fetched, you know, it's something that I'm, I'm always determined to, to achieve my goals. So from what I understand, soccer is your first, your first love. Yeah. Yeah. How does it go from soccer to golf? To golf. Well, soccer is like is really big in Nigeria. Um, it's the number one sport there, mm -hmm. mainly in Africa. And um, my brother actually played college soccer in George Washington, George Washington oh, University, dope. and he was thinking about playing professionally. He did for a couple of years, but he does. Uh, he lives in Nigeria now. Does movies and stuff. But oh. um, yeah, but. Soccer was definitely like the the thing that like it was a cool thing to do, and I got pretty good. You know, everyone says that. Oh yeah, I was good, but like I was actually really good. Like I was on our um, senior team, senior high school team, when I was equivalent to uh, seventh grade, mm -hmm. but year eight in Nigeria. So you know, I was that was something I wanted to do like for a long time, but then. I got into golf and then I realized like this is there's a difference you know there's a different challenge with golf and different ex experience and you know it's something I appreciate a little bit more mm. for sure yeah your name Tokes yeah that's short for something yeah what does that mean what's the full name actually so my it's it's actually interesting you know there's I've always had this conversation with my dad and mom um, to them, it, it doesn't matter, you know, middle name, first name. Mm -hmm. Technically, my first name is Olufumilola. Mm. Um, that's God gave me wealth um, mm. in, in Yoruba. But I've always been called Tokumbo mm -hmm. or Tokes. Um, Tokumbo is come from abroad, someone who's come from abroad. My full name is Ade Tokumbo, Ade Tokumbo. So, Ade Tsukumbo is, uh, the crown has come from abroad. It's, it's been a while since, you know, Yoruba is definitely like a language I used to hear a lot growing up. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it, that's where my name is from. Um, so, Olufumilala Ade Tsukumbo Pedro. Um, my, my last name is also interesting because Pedro is not a Nigerian name. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's a Hispanic name. It's yeah. actually Brazilian. For um, Peter. Yeah, for Peter. My great, 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 great grandfather was a... Uh, was Brazilian. I don't know if you want to call it immigrant, but there was a Portuguese settlement in Lagos, and mm -hmm. some people got their names through that. So it's complicated, but yeah, Tokes comes is a short form of Tokumbo uh, or Ade Tokumbo. So yeah. God has given me wealth, yeah. and the crown comes from abroad. Yes. How does Tokes today use yeah. that in his life? Man, I appreciate what God has given me because you know, especially where I come from. A lot of people don't have, you know, the opportunity and don't have the dad or the mom or the even the money to, to, to sustain themselves. And they got to, you know, go hustle for themselves and, you know, earn what they have to earn to make a living. And, um, you know, I really appreciate that. Appreciate God for giving me what he's given me in my life. You know, it's I was born with parents who could support me. And, you know, a lot of people don't have that. So I really appreciate that. Um, and the crown that's come from abroad is interesting because 
I've always been someone who's lived in different places. You know, I grew up in Nigeria. I lived in South Carolina. Then lived in Rutgers, Jersey, whatever. And um, but whenever I go back home, it just always feels like this is where I belong. Yeah, I and you, um, you know, I really um, there's a, just a different feeling when I'm in Nigeria, and you know. It's something I'm always gonna carry with me. I'm never gonna abandon the fact that I am a Nigerian, and you know, it's something that I really appreciate. Talk about that feeling, because yeah. I know that feeling when I'm home. Right? Can you put that into words? You can't. It's hard. You know, know. you only time you can is when you're gone and you're, you know, <laughs> you're like, man, I missed this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, for real. That's the only thing you can say about it. But um, you know, I, it's funny. Like when I'm in the U.S. for months and stuff you know sometimes you forget you know how nice it is to be at home sometimes you know mm -hmm. obviously I miss my family and everything but you know I, I love it here as well but when I go back home I'm just like I don't want to leave know. you know so you know it's definitely that's something that relates to my name you know just being someone who's not always lived home but whenever they come home they really can appreciate it what's your favorite part about being home Family, probably. Mm -hmm. Family and friends. Um, I, I, I've been away from home since I was 13. I've not lived with my parents since I was 13. So um, sometimes you can take it for granted, you know, having the people around you that you do. But the fact that I've been gone has helped me really, really not take it for granted and really appreciate my parents, my family, my brothers. Um, my cousins, uncles, whatever, um, because it's something that, you know, is really dear to you, mm -hmm. something that you can't, no one can take it away, you know, so you, you really have to, you know, really appreciate that, and I definitely do, and that's really the best part of being home, for sure. Talk about that journey that you've been on since you right. were 13 years old. Uh, wow. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a an idea of what I was getting myself into when I when I first left, you know. Now that I look look back on it, I'm like, man, my parents must have been stressed, like letting me go, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, obviously a lot could go right, but a lot, a lot could go, go wrong, wrong too, you know. So, uh, I'm, and that that's a testament to them and my my mom and dad, you know, for giving me the, the right values and raising me correctly. Because, you know, I'm I'm glad I stayed on course and never got distracted and you know continue to better myself but um it, it's definitely been something that i've gotten used to uh being away and i'm always moving to new places and and i really enjoy that you know i think obviously there's you know there's value in being settled in one place and having a home but i think having getting to experience different cultures different worlds different people is is definitely a privilege you know you learn a lot and you, you, it definitely makes you a better person and uh, and a more well-rounded person. So sure. that, that's been a really experience, uh, great experience that I've been able to value, mm -hmm. uh, definitely moving around. Mm -hmm. so, Let me sure. ask you, how, how supportive were your parents with your sporting aspirations growing up? Um, at first, it was never anything serious. When mm -hmm. I played soccer, it's something that like every kid does, you know, like every kid growing up, play soccer in Nigeria and um, obviously as a little kid every little kid also wants to become an athlete like everyone wants to become you know a professional player or whatever mm -hmm. 
Um, so I always, I was like, yeah, I want to be the next Ronaldo or the next, you know, this. But obviously, I don't think my parents took it seriously back mm-hmm. then. But once I started playing golf and I started to actually achieve something in Nigeria as a junior, and and I made it clear to my dad and mom, like, I actually want to do this. I want to do this for a long time. Um, obviously, there was some questions like, okay, you sure about this? You know, you know, this is going to be what it takes. You're going to have to be really focused and determined, whatever. But one thing they always knew is I had the love for it. And that's the number one most important thing. Because if you don't love it, there's no way you could push yourself. Got to have the passion. You got to have a passion. And... I always did, so they, they always believed in me and they always, you know, supported me because they knew that I loved it and have the passion. And, um, you know, I think they also, you know, trusted what they did for me as parents to put that, you know, battery in my back to be able to push, pursue my goals. Was golf the reason you came to America? Basically, I was planning on coming here for university anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, this has been basically the main, like, focus um, school obviously has been was number one when I was when I was in school, but I always knew that golf was the re- uh, what I wanted to do long term. So that was part of the reason why I came so early. I was probably gonna go what, by the time I was 17, 18, but um, the reason I came at age 13 was golf. Tell me, take me through that process. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like interesting because uh when i first moved here it was south carolina it was a golf academy mm-hmm. and in the academy it was a bunch of lo- a bunch of different kids from different countries and wow. different backgrounds and so you got that experience plus you got the island um you know the the, the island was a very like it's very uh quiet and uh, i don't want to say isolated but there weren't it's not a lot of people but there's a lot of golf courses mm-hmm. and it's on the water and so you know, you got like a very calm environment with mixed with a lot of internationals and uh, different people from different cultures. So it was very interesting starting on, but I got used to it quickly and I never really had trouble adapting, wow. which was which I'm lucky for. So would you say your life changed at all when you came here? Uh, yeah, 100 percent. How? You know, when I was in Nigeria, you know, you're you're under your the confines of your home. Your, your parents are always monitoring you. Mm-hmm. I was actually independent at a young age. Obviously, we had our, um, uh, what did you call it again? It was like our, our house, uh, basically the head of the house that would like monitor everybody. Okay. And um, house parent. Yeah. Okay. We had our house parents. But um, in general, you, could, you had to make a lot of decisions for yourself. Mm-hmm. And at a young age, at age 13, that was a challenge. You know, something I had to develop and grow um, as an individual because I'd always been used to having you know the luxury of mom and dad to help you with certain things but when you have to do it on your own it's a little harder mm-hmm. especially at that age so um, it made me grow up a little faster I can sure. imagine yeah what would you say is your has been your biggest challenge since you've been here you you know dealing with loss and and defeat you know mm-hmm. in a in a sports context um, knowing that you're not yet the best, you know, you, you still have a long way to go. I think just beating yourself in that sense, you know, I saw the clip from uh, Victor. The battle lies within. And when I say that is that sometimes we think that our battle is with someone else. Like they, we think it's external. No, you need to grow 
in value. You need to grow as a man. You need to grow in certain areas in your life so that you can defeat yourself. Like he said, that's the biggest challenge, you know, being able to be better than you were yesterday and um, achieve more and uh, actually, you know, do things that you planned on doing, you know, because that's, you know, having goals is one thing. Actually achieving those goals is the hard part. Mm -hmm. So I think that's been the biggest challenge for sure. I'm going to take it back to South Carolina. Right. You broke all types of records while you were there. Right, right, right. <laughs> Did you think you would reach that level of success when you first came over? Man, I didn't at all. I remember when I was 13 and, and went over there, I was not that good. <laughs> I was good in Nigeria. You know, I was like one of the best, basically the best junior player there. But mm -hmm. when I got here and I realized the level that the best are, you know, I saw how good the best players are. Mm -hmm. I, I was, you know, a little behind and that really pushed me. You know, like I said, that was one of the biggest challenges, you know. Uh, seeing that there's still another level to take it, and when I got here, there was like a lot, a lot of players better than me, mm -hmm. and I, I was like, okay, how am I gonna get better? How am I gonna actually compete and win tournaments? And I went from, you know, I, this is in golf terms, shooting in the 80s and 90s to shooting in the mid to low 70s within less than a year, mm. and. Anyone who watches or understands golf knows that dropping 15, 20 shots from your game in a year is extremely hard to do. And that was just a testament to how much I love the game. I was really, I'm really competitive in nature and I really wanted to get better. And I was able to start winning tournaments, you know, in my first year there. Mm -hmm. So that was a big, you know, boost for me, getting that confidence while I was there. What did it mean for you to represent Nigeria on the world stage as, just as a, as a young boy fresh from Nigeria? Man, it's something that, you know, to this day, I still think about, you know, like um, golf isn't a big sport in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I could I have the potential to be an inspiration to a lot of other kids who haven't played golf or who are just starting golf that, you know, you could do this at a high level, you know, no matter, you know, where you're from. And, um, you know, now looking back on it, I'm, I'm thankful. You know, I got to travel the world. I went to Botswana. I was in San Diego. China. China yeah, yeah, everywhere. Crazy. And And now, I'm, you know, in China, you know, doing this again professionally. But, you know, I got to see a bunch of stuff and, and experience a lot, you know, while representing my country. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's, that's, been, that's been, I've been grateful for that, for sure. You're pretty tied into your Nigerian roots. Yeah. How do you apply them to your golf style? Uh, I think what Nigeria teaches you really is kind of that fighting spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, like Lagos is a very like fast paced moving city. You yeah. know, no one's waiting for you to do anything. You know, you gotta, you gotta hustle. You gotta get what's yours. And, and that's something you could definitely apply. You know, you gotta work hard, you mm -hmm. know, in Lagos. You get, if you don't, you're gonna get left behind because there's millions of people trying to achieve too so that's something I can apply apply to golf you know you gotta have that mentality of trying to be a competitor and trying to get better and always staying on your grind and working hard for sure you recently graduated from Rutgers mm -hmm. impressive impressive resume yeah what were the keys to your success there uh, I think you know Rutgers is, is in New Jersey and mm -hmm. it's kind of like a similar environment to Lagos you know it's a fast-paced environment 
And in those, something like I said, I took those values that I, I got from my city and, and brought it there where you, you always got to stay on your grind, got to keep, keep moving. Academically, there's mm -hmm. so many smart people. Athletically, you know, there's a lot of competition in that area. And, um, you know, competitively, I think part of what impacted me so much was my coach, my head coach there, Rob Schutte. Um, coach Shitty, he'll be mad that I called him Rob. <laughs> but uh, Coach Shitty, yeah, hey Coach, what's going on? Um, he was really instrumental in, in my growth as a person, as a as a golfer, and you know I really appreciate him for that. He always, you know, put his he always believed in me, and that's something I also really appreciate. He was one of the first coaches to, you know, actually uh, recruit me, and um, and you know from once I started school, he you know, always believed in my ability. And it's definitely it's helped my confidence as a, as a golfer right now because even back then, you know, I'd had my lows and my, my down moments. And he would always, you know, talk about, tell me how good I am. And it's, you know, maybe he didn't realize he was just trying to, you know, help me. But even till now, it's something that is always in the back of my mind. Right. So I definitely really appreciate him. And I appreciate all my teammates. And they were always great, great with me. And you know, I got—I just had an awesome experience in those four years that, that I, you know, I can never take back. If you could speak to 13-year-old Tokes mm -hmm. before he moves, mm -hmm. what advice would you give him? <sighs> Do the same thing. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> because, no regrets. Because you know, I, even though you know, we could always. Everyone has. Everyone always hopes to be in a better situation than they are. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I want to be on the PGA Tour, you know, very soon. And, and it's not going to be easy, but something I want to do, you know, mm -hmm. and I think I'm, I'm going to do. Um, and, uh, you know, I want to be playing the Masters, I want to play those majors and mm -hmm. compete at that level. And, uh, you know, I always had those goals from when I was 13, even before that. Mm -hmm. And... Um, the, that's the reason why I'm, I'm here right now because I, I had those aspirations, I had those that vision, and you know, I'm not yet where I want to be, but I'm proud of what I've been able to achieve, and you know, I'm, I, I know I'm gonna achieve a lot more. I know, so, so I'm too. excited for that. For what sure. advice do you have to give to young African golfers? Whew. Don't get discouraged. Mm. Keep keep working. Keep. Stay motivated. You never know when your break breakthrough could come, you know. And I think things are going to start changing in the, um, you know, in, in golf in Africa. You know, I think as more and more African players become more successful, they'll open up more and more opportunities for these African golfers. So, um, you know, my advice would be to never get discouraged and stay focused, keep working, and you know, don't don't give up on your dreams. I know you have a big goal for Nigerian golf. Yeah. Speak to that. I just want to grow the game in Nigeria. I want to, you know, let people... Nigeria is a great land for golf, you know. It's great weather, all types of landscapes and, um, you know, climates, whatever. And they're all conducive to, to great golf courses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, eventually, this is a long time from now, you know, I want to be able to build golf courses there and uh you know maybe teach kids or whatever but 
You definitely want to grow, grow the game over there as well. It's a must, bro. Yeah. You have to do it. For sure, for sure. They're, they're, they're going to look sure. towards you yeah. as, the, as the leader for this. So yeah. I'm rooting for you, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a true pleasure, bro. Thank you, man. man appreciate it. You're appreciate a trailblazer it. for Nigerians, Thank you Africans, so much. and black people all over, bro. Thank you, you so much. You got a fan in me. Appreciate I'm gonna it. I'm going to keep up with you, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank this you. is Africans in Sports. That's your guy, yes, Tokes Pedro. Yes, I'm Chris Cozy Strawn. Mm-hmm. It's cold on this golf course. It's cold out here. It's freezing, bro. <laughs> we out of here, baby. Yeah. <laughs>